Welcome to the Home Manic. You are listening to the segment on snakes. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and snakes in very particular places out of your home, and I don't know about your yard. Are you okay with snakes in your yard? Not McKay? really. I mean, maybe one once a year, but that's it. The beautiful and talented McKay Tattoo, voice of happiness. Yeah, I'm trying, Garth, but we're talking about snakes, so I will, I'll take it up a couple notches. <laughs> We'll fake it till we make it. So I want to talk about the kinds of bites that happen. I've, I did some research, and I think it's interesting. There's actually been few enough fatal snake bites in the United States. There's a place on Wikipedia where they actually list them. Oh, wow. And it's interesting because uh, they do it by decade. Since 2010, there's actually been more fatal snake bites. And then as you go back each decade, there are fewer and fewer of them. Could it be record-keeping, or is it because we're invading their space more? I'm going to go for a good answer and good answer. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, obviously, back in 1862, Cowboy Joe was getting bit by snakes, and he wasn't reporting that to right. anybody. Totally. So, first thing I want to cover is that a lot of the fatal snake bites, you know, the really nasty bites, can be from babies. That's right. In fact, we had a situation this past summer in a neighborhood close to mine where a six-year-old had been bit by a, a baby rattlesnake in his driveway, and it was very, very serious. He was taken by ambulance, and he was in the hospital for several days. He survived. He did, but it was he was in ICU. It was a very serious situation. And the reason why baby snakes can be more dangerous is it goes back to what we talked about earlier, uh, snakes' motivations. He wants to eat, and his venom is his dinner plate. If you don't have venom, you're not eating. Well, he didn't want to eat the six-year-old. Yeah. So this baby snake <laughs> isn't that smart. And so the baby snake, uh, you know, I'm sure this six-year-old is probably bugging the snake. Well, he went, reached down to tie his shoes in his driveway. Uh -huh. So it was, you know, by accident on both. Uh -huh. But I think the snake feels threatened and then doesn't have as much control over his venom and... Right. Yeah, there may be a control issue or maybe, you know, the baby snake is just thinking, okay, I'm annoyed or I'm threatened or I'm whatever, and he drops the whole load into the bite. He right. doesn't doesn't know that dry bites are an option at, at right. the ripe young snake age of a few months. Yes, I think you're right. So, you know, the moral of that story is just because it's small doesn't mean you shouldn't be not concerned. We talked about the dry bites. Uh, when I went to that Wikipedia site, I thought it was interesting because at least half of the time, and I'm going to venture out on a limb here and insult some people, but uh, I've done that before, so I'll, I'll insult Just away. Just put your seatbelts on. Here we go. Yeah. People are idiots. <laughs> oh, you're only insulting the idiots then, Garth. It's okay. I'm insulting some idiots. One of those groups of idiots, and I'm going to bury myself, and then I'm going to need you to like pull me back out okay, of the muck I'll here. Okay, I'll prepare. Here we go. One of those groups of idiots is a particular religious group, you know, that believes that you can mess with the nastiest of snakes, and they're all going to remain alive. And a couple of those deaths are to pastors and teachers in that particular religion. Okay. And <laughs> there was actually a case Maybe where... Maybe they were unrighteous when they were doing it. Perhaps. And the snake knew it. Yeah, one of them was actually the father, and this was like back in, I don't know, 1970, 1980, something like that. And then he gets bit by a snake and is killed, 
And then his son takes over the church, and he's going, and it's like 2,000, and he gets bit by the same variety of snake, and he's killed. And that's because his father didn't teach him correct principles, and they were both horrible people. <laughs> Otherwise, it was working. Just think of all the nasty emails that we're, we can get now from people Hey, who... I'm on the religion people's side. It's all good. Like... Just make sure your pastors are righteous and they won't die. <laughs> My point of thought, and I'm going to hit this quickly, is that <laughs> I believe the Bible to be the word of God. And there is a scripture in there that says, you know, that the saints... You're getting in deep right now, just so yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm so buried, but I knew I was going to do this. So okay. here, well, listen to me, try to I'm like on the edge myself. of my seat. Let's do this. Is that there is a scripture in there that says that the saints can be bitten by snakes and not die. You know, that the angels will save them. There is a passage in there that says okay. that. So my thought is that while that may be biblical in the word of God, it doesn't mean that you tempt fate. Well, and my point is that it just confirms what I said. Those men were not saints. Hmm? They were naughty people pretending to be pastors. Okay, so there's our take on that. <laughs> <laughs> You're a nut, Garth. Okay, well, can we talk about snake bites now? Because I do have a story. <laughs> or would you like to get yourself get in any more trouble and offend any more people? You know, I think I've offended enough You're people good? today. Okay, yeah. all right. You guys would like him in person, I promise. Okay, so my uncle lived uh -huh. in Florida. I have a lot of family in Florida, out in the skirts. And he actually raised rattlesnakes for the meat and the skins. Mm -hmm. And he went out and he was dealing with a snake and he would cut off their head when it was time to, what would you call it, harvest a snake? Right. <laughs> it's time to harvest the snake. And then you have to crush the head. But if you don't crush the head, it can actually still bite you and inject the venom. Well, this did happen to him. If I remember correctly, his shack where he did all the snakes was about 20 yards from his home. This was a rather large rather rattlesnake. He cut off the head. He did not crush it. It jumped up. It bit him, I think, in the arm. And so that's close to his heart. That's why I think that it killed him so quickly. But he um, died before he got back to the house from this rattlesnake bite. Yeah, that is so nasty. And we talked about that when we interviewed the snake guy, and he basically said that, you know, the snake is a very... This, the nerves the keep going. evolution, you know, just makes it a, a very trained sort of a creature, even if the head's cut off, and it's still going to go for, you know... To it, react. Yeah, it's still going to react. So yeah. your, your uncle died. He did. He passed away from that snake bite, so... I uh, remember the day we got the call. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, some of the other stories that I saw on Wikipedia is too, you know, just to make sure that you have, that we all have a healthy enough respect for snakes. You had some others where, you know, maybe it was somebody that was bugging a snake or handling a snake or probably 70, 80% of the time, it wasn't because the snake was trying to turn the human into dinner. It was because the snake was defending itself. Yeah. But they are jumpy. <laughs> I've run into a few and I don't like them. <laughs> I've had rattlesnakes hiss at me and rattle at me, and, and all I'm doing is trying to go for my run. Uh -huh. And the weird thing is I always have my dogs with me, so I have a husky who looks like a wolf. He's, like, amazing and an extremely intimidating cocker spaniel. And so they're always about nine feet in front of me when I'm running, and the times I run into snakes, those silly snakes, they're looking at me rattling, not at my dogs that are right two feet away from them. And they're sitting there looking at me. That's because you're the big scary one that's about to kill them. Well, I don't like them. Yeah. I would if I could, but I ran. <laughs> Running is good. Moving away slowly, carefully. Yes. So I went through that Wikipedia site, and I thought I'd do just a little bit more. I actually 
counted the number of bites from each of the different species since the year 2000 up until today. What I found is that of the, now again, this is not just bites, it's not hospital visits, this is deaths. Okay. So since 2000, there have been 10 rattlesnake bites that caused death that were reported. In the U.S. or in? In the United States. Five were copperheads. You have one that was a cobra, which isn't even supposed to live here, but somebody had it as their pet snake. Again, you know, this goes back to the stupidity thing. So he had it in his car. Apparently it got out while he was at a hardware store and bit him. And he died there in his car in the parking lot. And then the cobra was actually found run over in the same parking lot a little while later. So, you know, this this goes back to the brain damage. So they died together. Yes. And they got to live in eternity together. (laughs) That guy probably wasn't married either. Sorry, I shouldn't make light of that. I'm just a little surprised. Okay. You have two that are caught in mouth and one was a coral snake that did the fatal damage. Then I also looked, because uh, this site had that information, you know, male versus female, 18 were male, three were female. Oh, men are so aggressive. Yeah, and this goes me back, what can you (laughs) learn from having 90% of the fatalities be males? What do males do that women do not? I think women are generally going to shriek and walk away. Where the man's going to do something stupid and you walk up and... You looking at me, bro? Yeah. <laughs> Look what I can do with this snake. Oh, I thought... Oh, my gosh. That's funny. I thought the, the snakes were male and female. Oh, no. Yeah. It's the, it's the, <laughs> it's the people. <laughs> the people. Oh, yeah. That totally speaks, too. <laughs> yeah. We right? could think of the number of people we could offend if we went down that road. Okay. Let's stop. Yeah. Yeah, let's just say that I'm pretty sure that I'm a member of the male species. and Yeah, I would run and you'd probably poke at it and yeah. mess with it and try and see how big it was. And let's yeah. see how mad we can make it. Let's yeah. stretch it out. Let's see if we can stick our finger in its mouth. We should take this home and show the guys. Yeah. Of those uh, fatalities, yeah, really only a few of them were what I would say is accidental. Maybe where you had somebody that was on a stream, you know, in a stream and he got bit on the ankle or something like that. The majority were people that were just being... So remember the story with the girl who slept with her snake and it was planning on eating her? (laughs) I do remember that now. (laughs) (laughs) So she had this snake and she like loved it so much and she loved it so much she would sleep with it. Do you remember? Uh Yeah, I I read that. I know. And our snake guy said he didn't believe it, but whatever. It was online. And so, of course, it's true. (laughs) Anyway, so the story goes that she slept with the snake because she loved it while her snake started to get sick and started to get flat. And so she was worried that while she was sleeping, she was rolling on it or something like that. So she made sure that there were pillows around and she wasn't rolling on it. Well, it got very, very flat. And so she took it to, what kind of snake do you you remember? Was it a a python? Yeah. Was it a python? And so she took it to the vet. And the second the vet saw it, she said, do you sleep with your snake? And the woman said, well, yeah, how would you know that? And the vet said, don't ever do that again, because before snakes or pythons eat a big meal, they starve themselves so that they have room. And he has been sizing you up and laying next to you because it would lay next to her long and flat, right? (laughs) Until he knew he was big enough to eat you and he was planning on eating you. (laughs) Gosh. So that is why when someone betrays you, you call them a snake. Yeah. Okay. Because they were about to eat you. Because they betrayed you. You loved them, and they were going to kill you anyway. 
Okay. It's a horrible story. I itch now. <laughs> In the next segment, we're going to talk about actually the kinds of uh, snakes that you need to be concerned about, how to identify them. You know, knowing a little bit about them can always be helpful. So you can know the difference between the harmless little garter snake or, you know, maybe the rattler. That'll be the next segment. More information, HomeMedicUSA or HomeMedicWorld.com. And as always, be yourself. Everybody else is taken. This is Julie and McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. I have seen this essential oil that we're talking about come to the rescue many times. Julie, it's our respiratory blend. It helps in maintaining clear airways and breathing and also supports overall respiratory health. What else is it, Jules? I love it. And it's actually Gar's favorite oil. He actually puts it in his CPAP machine. Keeps us married. (laughs) If you'd like to know more about that, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.